This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone, thanks for being with me today. Today's topic is something that a lot of people struggle with, and that is the ability to say no. It's such a common problem. A lot of people deal with it, and it's common with both men and women. Um, I think a lot of women may struggle with it a little bit more than men, but it's common with both. And it's tied to a lot of different things. So there are different reasons why people have a hard time saying no, but a lot of the times it's linked into something relating to self-esteem, confidence, um, people pleasing, you know, the worry that someone's going to get mad at you or someone's going to reject you or that you might end up in a conflict with someone. And so a lot of people struggle with it. I know a lot of people who um, have relationships, friendships, or um, any kind of relationship where they kind of are, um, they get kind of caught up in this habit of always saying yes and always being willing to help and always being willing to do something for someone else. And then when something happens and they don't want to do it or they can't for some reason, they get asked to do something and they don't want to do it, they say no, that leads to conflict. It leads to a problem. And I've personally experienced this. Unfortunately, it's led to um, ending some relationships or friendships over time because, you know, you some people get used to you always being so accommodating and so willing to say yes that when you say no, they're not happy with that. They won't accept that because their expectation is that you should always say yes. And so a lot of people struggle with this. And I I love helping people kind of build that confidence and find their voice and find their ability to say no, because the reality is no one should expect you to always do what they want you to do. No one should expect you to always be there for them, especially if it's not reciprocated. You know, relationships, no matter what kind of relationship you are in, it's a two-way street. If you're in a relationship, any kind of relationship where it's one way and you are the one that's expected to meet the other person's needs, be um, available, be really um, uh, flexible, that's not okay. That's an unhealthy relationship all the time, 100% of the time. So, I want you to think about the kind of relationships that you're in. Are you in a relationship that's one-sided or are you in a relationship that's balanced, that's respected, where you both respect each other? And if you're in a relationship that's one-sided, I really want you to stop and think about why it's one-sided. If you're on the receiving end of, um, or I guess if you're the one that's pretty, um, giving and you're the one that always says yes, then it's possible that the person you're in a relationship with who kind of takes more than they give, they may not even realize that this is the dynamic of your relationship because they are just kind of looking at things from their perspective. And, you know, bringing their awareness to it is the first step, but we're going to get to that in just a minute. I want you to think a little bit more about 
the kind of relationship you're in. Are you in a relationship where the other one, other person knows this is the dynamic or are you in a relationship where they don't know? Are they doing it on purpose? Is it someone who is manipulative and takes advantage of you and really just, um, you know, doesn't think about the fact that you are the only person contributing to the relationship or giving a, a, you know, a, a certain thing. And so if they are um, aware of it, that's a that's another issue, right? So that's something where someone is intentionally hurting you and being manipulative in some situations that's abusive, depending on what it is. But if they don't know about it, that's kind of what I want to focus on today. I want to focus on relationships where you've never spoken up about the fact that this bothers you, where someone that you're in a relationship with gets is is expecting you to always say yes and for whatever reason this has been just the history of your relationship so there are some people who um they're just really really nice and they're really giving and so if there's someone else who needs help with something whether they ask for it or not i mean you might let's say you're the person who is the really giving kind person you might be um, the kind of person who hears someone say that they're going through a lot or they need to do something, they need help on something, and you might offer. Say, hey, well, I can do that for you. Why don't you let me take care of that? Or, you know, do you need me to do that? And so and, and at first that's really appreciated and the other person will really show gratitude. And over time, if you continue to engage in that kind of thing in your relationship, then that can become an expectation for the other person where they're expecting that you're gonna offer your help or you're going to be someone that they can come to and ask for help. And in some situations, it's not even an ask anymore. It's an expectation in the form of like, hey, you need to do this. Hey, do this for me. And sometimes even if there's a please, the thank you is not there anymore. The appreciation isn't there anymore. It's a, hey, will you do this for me? But then once it's done, it's like, because it's an expectation, they're not going to show that gratitude. They may not validate that you did something really helpful for them and it just kind of gets swept under the rug and we all move on. Now, other ways that this can develop is you might have some, you know, instead of you offering your help, someone could come to you and say, hey, I'm going through this thing. I really need your help. Can you do this for me? And they've asked you, you've said yes. And now they maybe have gotten the impression that they can come to you if they need anything else, just fine. But if that continues to be the cycle, it can then kind of go down the way of the other example I gave where it becomes the expectation there. Um, they might ask, they might kind of demand, and they may lose the gratitude portion. And then there's, you know, another aspect of it, which is that if you are the kind of person who says yes a lot or offers your help a lot, if you say no, that could turn into a problem. They could get upset. They could say something hurtful to you like, I can't believe you're not going to help me with this. It's not even that big of a deal. Why wouldn't you just do this for me? And that, or you know, that's a mild version of what someone can say, right? Other people can say really, really harsh, hurtful, rude things. But if you got some kind of reaction like that, that's going to stir up a lot of things for you. So first, that's really rude that they won't allow you to say no, and they won't let you have your boundaries. Second, it's hurtful because most likely you're going to be thinking, 
wow, what about all the other times that I did all of this for you and all the times I said yes and never really been appreciative of it? Or even if you have been appreciative of it, like what, I'm not allowed to say no? I've done all this stuff for you and the one time I say no, you jump all over my case about it. So that can come up for you. And then also I think it can just really cause hurt in the in the way that you see that person that might change the way you view them where you're like, wow, I can't believe that person would be so mean to me or ugly to me because I said, no, they're not who I thought they were. You know, I thought they were kind, caring people, but clearly that's not who they are because they're treating me really badly. Then, you know, extend that a little bit. People make mistakes. So if someone reacts badly, but then comes back pretty quickly and is like, you know what, that was really unfair of me. I'm really sorry. I, I shouldn't have reacted that way then you can heal through that. You know, obviously if it happens a lot, you're going to have to look at the pattern of your friendship and see if that's a good fit for you. But if it happens once and they are immediately regretful and remorseful and they, they apologize and they want to work on that with you, you, you may go ahead and, and forgive that and grow. You may have your guard up a little bit because this now thing has happened that's change the dynamic. You may have to build to trust this person over time, but you'd probably be willing to forgive that and maintain a relationship. Now, if that same scenario happens, they treat you badly for saying no, and there's no remorse. There's no apology. There's an expectation that that's just how it is because they see that you should say yes, then you have to make some decisions. You have to decide, is this the kind of person that I want to have in my life? Because clearly, this relationship or this friendship is serving them more than it's serving me. It's meeting their needs more than it's meeting my needs. And they're not allowing me to have the self-respect of being able to say no or the mutual respect of being able to say no. They're not allowing me to have a boundary of being able to say that I'm not comfortable with that or I don't have time for that or I just don't want to do that. And that is a problem. And Unfortunately, I know I've had people like that in my life. A lot of us have people like that in our lives where we realize that they're not who we thought they were. We realize that we're giving more than they are and relationships should be mutual. It's not a hundred percent mutual, right? Like it, it is mutual, but it's not going to be exactly divided equally, right? So it's not like, well, you do this, so I do this. You do this. No, sometimes it's like, okay, you know, today I'm doing more, but tomorrow you're doing more. And so it evens itself out over time through the variety of things that you contribute to the relationship. And some things you're just going to be better at providing in the relationship and other things you're, this other person is going to be better at providing for the relationship. So it's not equally divided in the sense that it doesn't look the same in each person's behavior, but it is equally divided in the sense that we are both investing in this friendship or in this relationship. It's like if you are both, you know, um, investing in a bank account, you know, it wouldn't be fair if one person is investing more than the other person if both people make the same amount of money. And we're assuming in this relationship, we both have things to offer. We both have the ability to invest in a relationship. So if you are giving less than I am or more than I am, that's not equal and we need to figure that out. Now, I want you to know, you have the right to say no. You have the right to have reasonable expectations of your relationship. So this kind of goes back to what I talked about a couple of weeks ago. 
expectations and relationships. If my expectation is that this friend or person in my life is not going to just take, take, take and not contribute in any way to me, that's a realistic expectation. And I shouldn't feel bad for having that expectation. Someone makes me feel bad about it and says things that make me feel guilty or ashamed of needing equal treatment in a relationship, that's an unhealthy person to be in a relationship with. That's not what friends do. That's not what people we are in relationships should do to us. So I want you to know that you have the right to say no. You have the right to have boundaries. Boundaries, that's a big topic. And, you know, I, I, I bring that word in from time to time and I, I need to kind of dive into that more in a different session. But you are allowed to draw a line and say, that's not something I'm comfortable with or happy with, or you can't treat me that way. Now, the, the how to say no, that there's a lot that goes into that. And there are different ways to do it. I think the key is you have to be respectful. You can be firm and stand your ground without being rude, without being ugly. It's one thing to say, you know what? I don't know who you think you are. How can you talk to me that way? You're such a beep, 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 you know, bad words. Or you can say, I really don't appreciate you talking to me that way. I am not going to stand for that. So if you're going to be my friend, you're going to learn to talk to me differently or else we don't need to be friends anymore. Right? Both super firm, but one is respectful and just you stand up for yourself and the other is name calling and rude and loud and disrespectful. So I want you to think about that because I think what a lot of people worry is that if they stand up for themselves, they're going to engage in a conflict and that might happen, but it's less likely to be a conflict if you're not jumping in with a you know loud, rude tone of voice. If you control yourself, and you're calm and you're respectful, but you're firm, then if the other person reacts in an ugly, disrespectful way, then they're the only ones being irrational. They're the only ones being rude. And if you tell someone, hey, I don't appreciate being treated that way, and they get really ugly about it, then that is all the evidence you need that that's not the kind of relationship to be in. Because if someone was a good person, they would, if you said, hey, I don't appreciate being respected, being talked to that way, then they're A, going to say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry I didn't realize I was doing that. Or they're going to say, I don't think I was disrespecting. Can we talk about that? Because I don't think what I was saying was wrong. It would create a dialogue and a conversation. It doesn't mean that person's not going to get defensive. If you tell someone they're being disrespectful to you, most likely there's going to be some feeling of defensiveness there. But there's a difference between a healthy interaction where you can talk about it versus someone who gets mad at you because you have the audacity to set a boundary to say hey I didn't appreciate when you told me what to do or I didn't appreciate that you expected me to do this for you and you didn't show any appreciation whatsoever or you always always ask me to do stuff for you and you never do stuff for me that is you should be allowed to have those conversations and relationships and anyone who makes you feel otherwise really I really want you to consider the kind of relationship that is because that's not healthy um, now if you're the kind of person that if you're on the other end of that and you are not good at giving and you are more of a receiver in a relationship and you take and you're always wanting the other person to do something for you, you only call when you have something that's going on for you. You don't call to check on them. You don't, you know, if they need you, you're not there for them, but 
if you need them, they're always there for you or you're expecting them to be there for you. That's something I want you to consider. I want you to think about the fact that you might not be contributing equally to the relationship that you are in. And if you are the kind of person that asks for someone to help you without using your manners, without saying please, and without appreciating the other person and thanking them, I really, really want you to think about that. And that's just not nice, right? And I'm talking about your kids, your significant other, your colleagues, your friends, your parents. If there is a request or you're needing someone's help, there should always be a please and there should always be a thank you. And the thank you can be more than just the word. It needs to be a like a fair appreciation for the work. Like if, if you ask someone to help you with, with something and they spent you know, hours working on it, I hope you'll give them more than just a thank you. I hope it would be like, hey, I really appreciate the time that you spent on that. I'm sure that took a lot of time away from whatever else you're doing. Thank you for doing that. That's just kindness. That's just being a good person. Because trust me, if you were on the other end of it and you spent a lot of time working on something or you dropped what you were doing to be there for someone else, you would want the other person to acknowledge that. Doesn't mean we do things just to get acknowledged, but if we do things constantly and we don't get acknowledged, that's just not good. Like that's hurtful. You know, we don't want people that we're in a relationship with to feel obligated or to feel expected or to, to for it to seem like there's this, um, this, well, I guess expectation is really the best word, that there's this unspoken expectation, excuse me, that they need to be there for you and what you need matters more. That's the fastest way to lead to resentment and unhappiness and dissatisfaction in a relationship. Show that appreciation. And I bring this appreciation thing up a lot because it's so important in relationships. I've talked about it in past episodes. I, I always tell people, go listen to episode four because it's the one that really talks about how to do that, how to show validation and appreciation and praise. You have to learn how to do that. And if every time I talk about it, you don't listen to it and you still are in relationships where people tell you you don't thank them enough, please go listen to it. If it's pride holding you back, please go back and listen to it. If you just don't buy into it, still please go back and listen to it. Because I'm telling you, the key, one of the very many keys to a healthy relationship is appreciation and validation. And investing and being a the kind of person that gives in a relationship. So I hope that this kind of gives you something to think about whether you are someone who needs to do better in giving more to a relationship or if you're someone who needs to realize your worth. If you're someone who really does not feel valued, then you have to first ask yourself, how did you get in this situation? Because you know what? Other people aren't going to necessarily stop and think about you and think about what you need. It would be nice, but at the end of the day, we are responsible for thinking about what we need. We are responsible for figuring out if we're unhappy, why are we unhappy? What is it about this relationship I'm in or this thing that I'm doing that isn't good for me or that makes me unhappy or that makes me feel bad about myself? So chances are, if you are the kind of person that doesn't feel comfortable saying no, feels guilty, or allows other people to boss you around or makes you feel like you have to ask permission to have boundaries, then there's probably something going on 
internally that has to do with self-esteem and self-worth that makes you feel like you are not allowed to need these things in a relationship. But I'm telling you, you're allowed to need this. It's just the basic right that you have in relationships. It's not even a privilege. Like It's just how relationships need to work. You need to be respected by the person that you're in a relationship with, and that's not negotiable. So if you're in a relationship with someone who doesn't respect you, that should be something that should be a red flag for you. And you need to know that if someone makes you feel bad or says that you are wrong or needy or overreactive just because you're saying, hey, that was really rude when you cussed me out. That was really rude when you told me what to do and didn't appreciate me that way. Whatever. I mean, I could, there's lots of examples, right? But if, if you feel like someone is taking advantage of you and when you try to talk about it, they don't have a dialogue with you. Instead, they get mad at you. That's unhealthy. It's okay to have a dialogue about it. You might be wrong. You might be overly sensitive and just reading into a situation. But that person that you're in a relationship with that you feel that way towards, if they respect you, they're going to sit down with you and say, okay, tell me why you feel that way. What did I do? Why did you take it that way? Okay, well, here's what I was trying to do. I didn't mean to come off this way. Let's talk it through. That's respect. But if you say, hey, and again, the way you say it, if you're like, screw you, you're rude to me. Well, that's not going to get you anywhere because they're going to get defensive and they have a right to get defensive if you come at them that way. But if you come at it nicely and kindly and they get mad at you and blow up at you and make you feel like you are wrong, that's a problem. Okay? So I have to go. I have to go into my next session, but I hope that this helps you think about what part of the relationship you're in. If you're in one like that, what you can do about it, if you need to practice being more assertive, practice finding your worth, please work on that. And if you need to practice being kinder and more of an invested partner in a relationship, please work on that. All right, I hope you have a great rest of your day.